Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's my Yang from Mix in the Dark. Happy almost Halloween, my most favorite holiday. Um, this year I did not get to do too much, but I'm still having a really great time just enjoying the colder weather. My kiddo and his dad left me for a few weeks to go visit his grandma and grandpa, and I had so many things planned. I was going to be productive, I was going to write and record and try new things, but we know how that goes. I ended up doing half of everything I wanted. And I, I think it's okay. I ended up just taking care of myself and working on some more like personal healing type of things. And it was still great. With work in mind, I am still looking for your scariest story. Please send me an email at mixinthedark at gmail.com if you want to give me a good scare. But um, for today, I have an interesting college story for you. It involves a chain of dreams and someone conquering her fears. I'm going to get right into the story because it is pretty long. So please Please enjoy. This is a story from when I was a college student not too long ago. I lived in St. Paul, Minnesota. My college campus is a small private liberal arts college in a small town located in Upper Northwest Iowa, which is two and a half hours away from home. My first year of college was a great experience with a new life, new friends, and new learning environment, but mostly, it was filled with feeling homesick and missing Hmong foods. When the pandemic hit at the beginning of 2020, it seemed like a new shift for every single student. Everyone was sent home for the rest of the school year, and we all shifted into online learning classes. We were told that it would be that way until things were ready and safe for students to return. Then, October of 2020, the following fall semester, I was finally allowed to move back to college to start my second year. Everything went smoothly on the first day of moving into my new place. My friend and I shared a room together and she helped me settle in. I cleaned, unpacked, and organized my room the way I wanted it. My friend and I shared a suite with a connected door in the middle of our rooms, as we also had our own exit door too. After cleaning and organizing all of my stuff, I was exhausted, especially with the early morning drive from the Twin Cities back to campus. I decided to take a quick nap. Before I went to take a nap, my friend had already left her room for her work study. My tiredness quickly won me over. I laid down on my bed and began to doze off. Some time during my nap, I felt like I was in an unconscious state. I was just laying on my bed, facing my exit door and my connected door to my friend's room. My eyes and body felt heavy when I saw my friend open the connected door and walked into my room. She stood in the middle of my room just staring at me like she was waiting and wanting to say something. I remember mumbling something as she stared at me for a minute before returning to her room. After that, I went into a deep sleep. Later that night, I asked my friend if she came into my room earlier that day and if she needed to ask me something. She just looked at me and told me no. She explained that by then she had already left for her work study. We just silently stared at each other before brushing it off. Maybe I was just too tired and just dreaming. That first week back on campus, another strange thing happened. I remember sleeping in one morning. 
I know for sure that I was facing the wall. Somehow, I was dreaming and was able to see the view of my back too. That was when I saw an Asian woman around her early 20s standing behind me in my dorm room. She was just standing there staring at me. As she came closer to me and climbed onto my bed, she also climbed over me to lay down next to me where I was facing the wall. All of a sudden, my body became heavy. I felt paralyzed as I could feel her breathing straight at me and the presence of her weight now laying next to me. I tried to force myself to wake up and finally jumped out of my bed. I still felt her breath and body presence beside me. I remember just standing in the middle of my room, dumbfounded, and feeling a bit creeped out. I quickly brushed it off again and continued with my day. Then the following day, I was sleeping in on my Sunday morning, again facing the wall. In my dream, I saw her standing in the middle of my room. She came closer to me again and stared at me. My body became heavy and stiff. Then I felt her hand touch my back and rub her fingers up and down against my back like she was starching my back. I quickly jumped up and out of my bed. I was shocked and freaked out. Once again, I still felt her presence. The sensation of her fingers rubbing against my back while I was just standing between my bed and desk was still there. And once again, I told myself to not think about it too much and that I would continue with my day. Later that evening, my friend and I decided to make some Hmong food in our dorm building's kitchen. I forgot how I brought it up to her, but I remember telling her not to be scared because I don't know how to comfort people when it comes to experiencing paranormal activities. After telling her, I called my mom and told her what happened to me. My mom knew this situation wasn't a joke or that it wasn't made up. She had her own share of scary experiences. My mom told me to or be brave. My mom also told me to chant my uncle's spells that he taught me a while ago when my family went to visit my relatives in California. My mom also wanted me to return home the next weekend. I did what she told me to do. I chanted whenever I woke up from a nightmare and when I felt like I was going to experience something. When I returned home, my mom gave me some Hmong herbs and plants to protect me and to guard my room. My dad crafted a Hmong wooden sword out of a blossom tree branch for me to bring back to school. My dad told me to place it under my pillow or next to my pillow. Whenever I was alone in my room during the time when my friend was not there, I kept hearing noises coming from my friend's room, like someone is in there going through her stuff. I started to feel xiemime or scared. Even in my own room, where I had my own personal private space, I was scared. I would leave my desk lamp on every single night, I would chant, and I would hold onto that wooden hmong knife every night until I fell asleep. I kept having weird hallucination dreams every single night, and I would always feel the presence of the lady in my room and in my weird dreams. I kept experiencing this out-of-body thing and kept experiencing sleep paralysis night by night. These experiences gradually drained my sleep and energy. Even when I tried to nap during the day, I would still get episodes of sleep paralysis and feel the figure sitting on top of my chest as she stares directly into my face. Sometimes it would come as a crawling baby or a young toddler. 
Sometimes it would come as a kid or as an adult woman. I started getting annoyed and scared at the same time. One evening, my friend and I decided to go grab some dinner at the student activity center. While waiting for our food, we talked and joked around and somehow we brought up the topic of my experience in the conversation. I told my friend and kept joking in Hmong English. I joked about things I'm scared of as a defense mechanism. I also did not want to scare her either. My friend mentioned that she had a dream encounter with a strange spirit back during her first year in college. In her dream, she made a promise with a black-haired girl that they would be roommates forever. At the time, her actual roommate had brunette hair. I don't know how, but my big mouth opened and jokingly said, what if the woman that keeps bothering me is that girl in my friend's dream and does not want me to be roommates? I remembered my friend and I got silent after that, and we just stared at each other realizing that I should not have said that out loud. After that, we quickly changed the topic and we just finished dinner. We returned back to our suite. My friend went into her own room and I went into mine. We decided to open our connected door so that we could hear each other and be company to each other so that we would not be scared. That night, I went to bed around 11 p.m. since I had morning classes. Before I went to sleep, I heard my friend still up talking on the phone and studying. I could tell by the glow from the room through our connected door. Before I went to sleep, I browsed through my phone for a bit. Then I turned it off. I drifted off to sleep, chanting and holding onto that wooden moan knife. My friend's voice echoed softly away. That night, I had a different dream. In my dream, I knew that I was laying on my bed, and I was staring straight at my desk lamp, which was still on. I saw a huge, dark and cloudy shadow come through the connecting door and into my room. The huge, dark shadow gradually filled up my room, and my room became pitch black. In my dream, I sensed a figure standing somewhere in my room and staring straight at me. I knew right away that this was going to be another experience. My body became stiff and I went into a heavy sleep. I tried to move and forced myself to wake up, but I couldn't. All of a sudden, I felt a female figure crawl over from behind my headboard. I switched my sleeping position from facing the two doors to facing the window. I felt her long hair brush over my face and her long fingers rubbing my face down to my neck. I felt her claws press tight in my neck. I was getting strangled. In my sleep, I was fighting for my life just to break the strangle. I felt the sharp fingernails pinned on my throat and squeezed my neck even tighter. She kept it pinned and pushed it deeper into my throat like she intended to slice my throat. At the same time, I was aware of my situation and tried to move my body. I remember mumbling while cursing and chanting to break it off, all the while searching for my wooden moan knife somewhere beside me. I was suffocating and I was near blacking out. I no longer knew if I was dreaming or if I was actually being attacked in reality. All I knew was that I was afraid of not being able to wake up. Somehow I managed to break free from her grasp when I heard my friend's light go off. Then I heard her climbing into her bed to go to sleep. I shot right up and out of bed and stood in the middle of my room just facing my exit door and the connected door. Cold sweat ran down my back and neck. I stood there and stared at my shadow near the exit door. 
I was terrified and trying to calculate what just happened to me. My desk lamp was still on. I grabbed my phone to check the time. It was 1.20 a.m. I had been asleep for only two hours. As scared as I was inside, I was able to calm myself down and try not to make any noise. I went to use the restroom before going back to bed. As I was washing my hands after using the toilet, I looked up at the mirror and noticed behind me was the shower room with the lights off. I felt the presence of a pair of eyes staring back at me from one of the showers. I hurried up and returned back to my room. I went to bed and touched my phone for an hour or so until I decided to go back to sleep. Again, I chanted and held the wooden mo knife closer to my chest. Thank God nothing happened after I went back to sleep. The following day, I went to class like usual. All morning, I felt a burning sensation and irritation from my neck. I happened to wear a turtleneck that day, so I thought maybe something inside that turtleneck was irritating me. I went to the restroom to check it out. I looked at the mirror and pulled down my turtleneck to check out the irritation. I panicked and felt sick to my stomach as I saw the long red scratch on my neck. Fifteen minutes before class started, I texted my friend to meet me at the student activity center. I wanted to show and tell her what happened to me last night. It was scaring the crap out of me. I tried to remain calm and strong. I took a picture of it and sent it to my family and our group chat. I have never felt more afraid in my life. I was scared to go back into my room. I was even scared of talking to my friend about it. I had so many thoughts running through my head like, who the hell is that woman? What does she want from me? Or if it's that friend that we talked about. What if that woman does not want me to be around? I called my mom later that night. I do not remember what we were talking about, but I told my mom about what happened. Again, I went back home that following weekend. My mom got someone to tie a red string on me and to give me those red triangle pouch filled with smelling herbs for me to carry. These are meant to bless and protect me and our culture. The part that sucks is that no matter how scared I was, I was going to have to return back to campus and to my room. I drove back and forth between school and home every single weekend. My friend and I decided to not mention or even discuss this topic in our suite or anywhere on campus. My siblings teased me about my haunted room. I thought maybe I had this type of inner spirit we called meaning my soul and spirit is very light. This attracts spirits allowing me to see and to feel things that normal humans cannot see. I always stop my siblings whenever they call my soul a spirit ghost magnet and I smack their big mouth when they mention it too much. When I'm alone in my dorm room, it always feels cold. Every night, I would chant and hold onto the Hmong wooden sword to bypass each night. Unfortunately, I was unable to move rooms because this was a unique situation that resident hall professionals did not understand. They would only allow students with special needs or if you were having a difficult time with your roommate to move. After the fall semester ended, I returned home for winter break. I experienced three weird sleep paralysis episodes. I shared one bedroom with two younger sisters. The first encounter was when I was sleeping in the morning. I wanted to rest as much as I could at home before starting the new semester. As I fell asleep, I felt that familiar presence and saw a fuzzy glimpse of a small figure walking closer to me. It climbed onto my bed and over me to sleep next to me. 
At first, I thought it was my baby brother, who was five years old at the time, because that's what he does every single morning when he wakes up. My family and I spoiled and babied him since he is the baby in the family. There was a huge age gap with the five of us older siblings. I wrapped my arms around him to place him next to me in my arms. At the time, I felt his soft little baby arms wrap around my back. I felt his soft breath next to my face. All of a sudden, I felt his baby hands grab my hand. These were little tiny hands, maybe the size of a two-month-old. At this point, I knew right away that this was not my baby brother. Upon realizing, I immediately went into a sleep paralysis episode. I was able to free myself quickly and ran to the living room as fast as I could. I found my baby brother in my mom's arms. They were watching television. I told my mom and she told me that probably I was just dreaming and it was nothing since I was home and so I thought the same. The second encounter happened a couple of nights later. I felt a presence of someone and all of a sudden again I went into sleep paralysis mode. I saw a glimpse of the figure staring at me. It stared for what seemed like an eternity. Then it jumped right on top of me and tackled me. I was in pain, gasping for air. I knew for sure that my siblings would not do that to me. I quickly tried to break off and wake up from this. I did, and I got up quickly. I ran to the living room where the rest of my family was. I asked each of my siblings if they were in my room just now, and they said no. I told my parents and siblings about it. My siblings joked that I probably brought that thing home. I was so annoyed and pissed, especially on my precious break from college, too. The third encounter happened a couple of days after. I slept in a little and fell into the same sleep paralysis stage. This time, I saw a glimpse of the figure walking toward me. Again, it stared at me before climbing to sleep next to me. This time, the figure was of a little girl around 10 or 9. In my dream, I wondered whose little girl it was since no one in our family had anyone that age. As the figure laid down next to me, I felt her long hair brush under my nose and tried to snuggle in between my arms. It positioned itself in between my arms. I could feel the sensation of the figure against me. I knew both of my younger sisters would not sleep next to me like that. By now, I'm just pissed and annoyed. I was tired. I tried my best to wake up and was somehow able to move myself to grab this figure's hair. I used all of my strength to beat it up and to pull its hair harder. I kept on beating and pulling the hair until she just finally vanished. At this point, I was too tired to wake up so I just continued to sleep for another hour or so and I had my full rest. I told this to my parents and siblings, and again, my siblings joked that it was probably a minyopanzong or a little monster that I was wrestling with. Then my little sister added that she heard me moving and shaking and mumbling in my sleep. After that, it just stopped bothering me at home. My other younger sister said that she kept getting sleep paralysis at the same time that it was happening to me. She also said that there was a little child that came the same way to sleep in our arms like my baby brother would always do to all of us. Throughout that year, I experienced episodes of sleep paralysis on and off no matter if it was day or night. The sensation of the figure laying on top of me, next to me, jumping or walking on my bed, staring and breathing right at my face, holding my hand, all of that. 
And maybe it was just me, but I started to see and feel the gloomy air from the floor level where I stayed. It goes all the way from the hallway to my dorm room. Whenever I'd use the restroom on my dorm floor, I would see a figure standing in the stall next to me even when there was clearly no one there before. When I walk across campus back to my dorm late at night, I would always feel the sense of someone watching from the corner of my eyes. My parents suggested to me that the best thing to do is just to not mention or talk about it. Just keep chanting and just keep holding on to the wooden sword. My uncle sent some Chinese paper protection for me to hang around in my room. My parents helped me as much as they could. They knew not to mess with that thing. My third and final year in college, I kept it low and never mentioned anything regarding what I had encountered during my second year. I even lived in different buildings and rooms after my second year. Sometimes I do experience things here and there, but not all the time anymore. I just graduated college this spring. Somehow I managed to survive. My last and final semester of college, I created 10 huge pieces of illustrated artwork as my senior project. This project was a huge success for me. It was a very meaningful project for me. As I was working through this project, I had a lot of mixed feelings, but I began slowly letting this memory and experience go with each individual piece. With each brush stroke I created, it slowly helped and encouraged me to finally face my fear and anger. Lastly, I hope every student studying away from home makes sure to contact and reach out to parents or someone for help whenever they feel something is off. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.